0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: For local governments. The Red Cross is calling for volunteers to join the National Sound the Alarm Initiative aiming to install 50,000 free smoke alarms in at-risk communities across the country. No prior experience is required and training will be provided. Donations from a number of corporate partners make all services free for residents in need. Red Cross volunteers install the alarms and share important info about fire safety. Learn more at NowDecator.com.
2: voting all across Michigan. I'm Dave Anthony. The polls open all across the state on primary day. President Biden only has one Democratic challenger, Dean Phillips, but there is another option. Some Democrats are pushing.
0: These voters are protesting against President Biden's stance in the Israel Hamas war. Michigan Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib is helping to lead the call. And so is the top Muslim lawmaker in the state. Michigan representative Abraham Ayash says, I've encouraged folks to remain uncommitted in the presidential primary to remind every candidate that they have to earn the votes of their constituency.
2: That's Fox's Madeline Rivera in the Republican primary. Former President Trump expecting another big win, but Nikki Haley still challenging him.
0: We've got a Republican Party
2: split, and that comes when you've got a candidate who says that his opponent's supporters are barred permanently from MAGA. Back to President Biden. He said in New York yesterday, answering press questions while eating an ice cream cone. They're close to trying to work out a ceasefire deal in Israel with in Gaza hopefully by Monday, but Hamas says optimism is premature.
3: Money for Israel is on the table today when the big four congressional leaders visit the Oval Office. So is money for Ukraine. The total package is about $95 billion. The chat today is going to be about how urgent it is to pass this quickly, which is why there is some surprise the president is going public on the world stage about any of this during dessert.
2: Fox's Peter Ducey at the White House. Speaking of Ukraine, Fox's Jonathan Savage reports.
0: President Emmanuel Macron says The possibility of NATO or European forces joining the war in Ukraine was discussed at a meeting in Paris yesterday. The French leader adding there's no consensus for this at the moment, but nothing can be ruled out to make sure Russia doesn't win the war.
2: NATO's leaders rebutted that this morning, saying there's no plan to send troops. Back to the president's talks with House and Senate leaders. They'll also discuss today Friday's first deadline to fund the government. If they don't, a partial shutdown would begin. America's listening to Fox News. Don't let everyday aches and pains keep you from living your best life. I don't think I really understood what people meant when they talked about pain until I started feeling it myself. Start feeling better every day with Relief Factor. A daily supplement designed to support your body's fight against aches and pains.
0: Not
4: only do I move better without pain, I just feel better.
2: Created by doctors, Relief Factor uses a unique formula of natural ingredients that target four metabolic pathways to address pain. Relief Factor doesn't just mask aches and pains, it helps reduce or even eliminate them. Today, I do the things I love and it doesn't occur to me to think about pain.
0: You can feel the difference all day, every day.
2: Join the over one million people who have tried Relief Factor's three-week quick start kit. It's only nineteen ninety-five. Visit relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800, the number 4, RELIEF. And feel the difference of Relief Factor. The border issue will be a big deal on Thursday. President Biden will go to Brownsville, Texas. The same day, his rival, who claims he's ruined the border and made it a disaster, former President Trump, goes to Eagle Pass, Texas. This is Republicans blame the president for more than just record illegal immigration. They blame his policies for allowing the entry of the immigrant now jailed in Georgia, charged with murdering a nursing student, Lakin Riley, who was killed while jogging last week on the University of Georgia campus. New arrest affidavits say that the
5: suspect used a weapon to, quote, cause bodily harm to another by seriously disfiguring her body or disfiguring her skull. These new developments come as hundreds gathered on campus yesterday for a vigil to honor Lake and Riley, as well as another student who died by suicide the night before Riley died. The suspected killer, Jose Ibarra, is in jail without bond for Riley's murder. ICE confirms Ibarra illegally entered the U.S. through El Paso in 2022. That's
2: Fox's Madison Scarpino in Athens. A big grocery store merger is being challenged. The Federal Trade Commission suing to block the deal between Kroger and Albertsons, claiming that it would lead to higher prices and fewer jobs. Another store is in trouble.
0: It's the largest ever monetary criminal penalty related to food food safety Family Dollar stores pleading guilty to storing food drugs medical devices and cosmetics under unsanitary conditions in a rodent infested West Memphis Arkansas distribution center the company a subsidiary of Dollar Tree entered into a plea agreement that includes a fine for over 41 million dollars and also requires Family Dollar and Dollar Tree to meet tough corporate compliance and reporting requirements for the next 3 years Hillary Barrski
2: Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are up slightly before today's trading. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox
5: News. Don't miss your chance to cheer on fighting Illini basketball this season. Ah, deafening in here. 15,000, another sellout. We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. And Illinois
3: overcomes their largest deficit of the season.
5: Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season.
3: The Illini win it!
5: Get your tickets today at FightingIllini.com.
0: This is real estate agent Sandra Yelovich with Brink Otter Realtors. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, I can help. Selling opportunities are better than ever. Call me, Sandra Yelovich, at 217-855-1196 to find out more. Investing in real estate is investing in your future. So again, call me, Sandra, at 217-855-1196 for all your real estate needs.
5: Find your way home. Brink
6: All right, the next three days, more importantly, the next 24 hours.
7: Yeah, it's a little strange. We've got a chance of showers and thunderstorms later this afternoon, partly sunny and a high of 78. Then tonight we've got a chance of rain and snow and thunder and heavy winds, mostly cloudy, and it's going to drop to a low around 23. For Wednesday, mostly cloudy through mid-morning, then clearing, high of 32. Then Thursday, sunny with a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 56 degrees. Your WSOI time is 7.06.
6: Good morning and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Buyers and Company. This hour, we'll check in with Dale Coley, get a preview of tonight's Pharmacy Facts with Friends, and Mark Tupper and Tupper on sports. The company starts now.
1: Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecator.com.
6: Let me be clear. I think uh, this season of Drive to Survive is good. I just think in their efforts of not being too Red Bull, they maybe are too little Red Bull.
7: Do you think they had lim- more limitations to their access?
6: Uh, it could be. Could be. But even the storyline, I thought we'd probably get just the constant drumming of Sergio's got to go and the infighting. Then the, certainly the helmet Marco comments. I mean, that stuff seemed perfect for these guys.
7: Yeah be interesting to see what happens in the last episode. They're going to they...
6: cram a whole lot in.
7: I know. There's a lot left.
6: It, it's funny, though, when, when Will uh, talks about uh, uh, there's two churches in Italy, you know, the Catholic Church and the Ferrari Church, and the whole reaction to uh, the French guy becoming the... Uh, and he's funny. I like Freddie. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, But He really is funny. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how he is such a weird fit for Ferrari. Personality wise, nationality, background. I mean, he's been in the racing business for 30 years. Uh He has experience, but it's just like a weird fit for that thing that is very much a thing being Ferrari.
7: Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. I like the fit. I like it. I'm, I'm pretty excited about this year for the, for the team and the Scarlet. Uh,
6: they seem to just (laughs) make bonehead mistakes (laughs) no matter who's in there. Uh, we'll see. Anyway, uh, if you want to check it out, it's all the episodes are available on Netflix. The, the messy, uh, documentary, uh, about the World Cup. Really, really good. And Dynasty, uh, I think episodes three and four dropped on Friday. Really, really good. Nice. Evidently, that's based on a book uh, called "The Dynasty,", the Dynasty. Okay. Um, and I mean, the kind of the storytelling. And evidently, that was done with in cooperation with the Kraft family. So that's like the access. And I heard Colin Cowherd talking about this yesterday, uh, and he's exactly right. All of the people in this documentary, even the billionaire. Robert Kraft, seem relatable and, and fun, and they add everyone but Bill Belichick, who is just grumpier and older and and, and more cantankerous sort of than ever.
7: You know, it, uh, so two things on that very specific. I've heard in recent months multiple interviews with some of the guys like Amendola, Edelman, Randy Moss, all those guys that – talk and make light and have fun telling the stories, kind Uh of peeking behind the curtain. Here's he really is like this or this isn't whatever. So that I'm not surprised we're getting that. And then the second thing with Belichick and his attitude and everything and, and all of the stereotypes that come with him, it seems like that really hurt him in the job market. And he got pretty far along with one team. The only team he interviewed my team and the owner said he never asked for full control, but he still didn't get the job. Yeah. That tells you something.
6: Yeah, it does. Uh, and and the the guy who was his right-hand guy, who's really entertaining. I didn't even know this guy's name, you know, uh, who was kind of behind the scenes. You, you know, he said, "Look, you get addicted to winning," you know, and it and it it's almost like the more they won, the the more grouchy he was. Yeah. You go back. What's interesting like episode 1 and 2, Early on, you know, he had more fun with the press. You know, he had a little bit. But it's like if you build up this thing, uh, you you know, you're winning.
7: I felt the same way about Greg Popovich for the Spurs. Yeah. The little loose, a little funny, a little silly. And then uh, the comedy from him became the shortness, right? It's like you're funny that you're only giving him one or two answers. And then by the end, you're like. There's not a whole lot of joy. Left. You're just
6: hostile. You're just mad. Yeah, You're just mad. So anyway, it, it's I I feel like I'm getting a true sense now. The, the, Colin Cowherd was talking about on our sister station that he heard that Belichick was unhappy with the portrayal in this thing, and he's like, dude, that's you. I mean, you know, the cameras aren't going to lie. They're going to they're going to do what you give them. And he's very uptight, and you know, just where the rest of them are having fun, or or at least, you know, raw in their emotions, and and, and you know, funny, and and the uh, they're great so far, and and we're only what ten episodes. I mean, you know, you still got like six more episodes and a lot of time to
7: cover. And and the thing about leadership or co- coaching in this scenario, but leadership, is you point to your leader. And when it's working, you go, man, that different style, that cold exterior, whatever, yeah. man, that's what really gets us going. And then when it stops working, you're like, man, why can't you be more like us? It ain't working anymore.
6: Right. Or it's worked so <laughs> much you that you don't need him anymore. That's right. And you don't need to put up with that anymore. That's right. So. Anyway, uh, pretty good stuff all the way uh, around. Uh, all right, so literally coming up in about uh, 20 minutes, we'll check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on sports. And Dale will be with us to preview tonight's Pharmacy Facts with Friends. And then later, our microgrants of the Community Foundation will announce $12,549 in microgrants. Awesome. I'll tell you who those are going to. Uh, coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, all right, so principal for a day coming up, uh, we're going to be at Stephen Decatur. Looking forward to that uh, on Thursday. Uh, should be a lot of fun and uh, informational, educational. I uh, did see, uh, w- what's today's Tuesday, right? Correct. Uh, tomorrow, the Decatur Youth Hockey Association, high school varsity senior night and fundraiser check presentation. You know, They do this big thing for yeah. the American Cancer Society every year. Uh, that'll be tomorrow night. They're going to be presenting a uh, check uh, to the American Cancer uh, uh, Society. And kudos to them uh, that they are teaching these young kids and players. And, you know, they, it, yes, it's fun and competitive to play hockey, but you can also do good things at the same time.
7: Yeah. That's uh, a, a very, very valuable lesson that you you know learn, whether it's building a playground when I was a kid or doing blood drives or even trying to do fundraisers. When you learn that value of, of hey, I can do things for fun or for me and still help out others, it, it, it can be sticky.
6: Yeah, and they're going to do the senior players and uh, parent recognitions, and then they'll do the check nice. presentation, and then they'll they have a high school game, Decatur Flames Varsity versus the Champa- I mean, Chiefs Varsity, uh, immediately following. That's uh, tomorrow night at the uh, Decatur Civic Center. So uh, more on that as it's announced. Uh, all right, anything um, – I, I know we don't really know what's going to happen later today and overnight, other than we have the chance for storms. And when you say storms, that could be – a tornado i mean you know we've had stranger things right before christmas uh, a few years ago that hit taylorville so hard you just never know you just got to kind of keep your head on a swivel today
7: yeah that's right drastic temperature uh you know just on paper we're, we're looking at 55 degree swing and that puts it below freezing too and then um for wednesday the high is 32 so realistically just looking at the math if it stays around freezing after dumping a bunch of rain we could be on skating rink to some degree tomorrow, too.
6: No doubt. No doubt. Hopefully it stays above that mark just a little bit. That's all it needs sometimes yeah. it's just a little bit. Yeah, that's really all it takes. Yeah, I, I remember I think the wildest uh, uh, weather from one to another extreme I ever had was one time we came back from Hawaii. Now, think about this because this is in the ballpark uh, of what we're looking at today right. here in central <laughs> Illinois. And we had a 70-degree difference uh, in landing in O'Hare uh, in Chicago from leaving Honolulu uh, seven hours earlier.
7: Might as well have been two worlds.
6: Yes, yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. And you've been in, in the sun for a week and the islands and the beautiful beaches. And you come back to, like, just dead cold Chicago winter uh, and then a long ride home uh, to Decatur. We're going to almost do that just here without leaving. Right.
7: I had... Somewhat close went out to LA for a thing and then came right back and, and I wasn't going to carry around a winter coat. Mm hmm. I should have just carried. Should have just carried the coat in California. Yeah. Uh, sunny, sunny California because I needed it in cold, 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 cold Chicago. Uh,
6: and so you're in Honolulu, right? You're in shorts <laughs> right. and t-shirt, but you got layers packed. And it's so like by the time you get to O'Hare, it's like, you know, okay, we got four layers already. Right yeah. Right. Right, ready to go home. Uh, but we'll almost match that just in the drop in temperature from today to tomorrow, or actually yeah. through overnight. So, listen, uh, wake up uh, uh, Wednesday, just, you know, be aware of the situation, and hopefully we don't get any bad, bad storms. It just always, when you see that stuff come through and you see what it brings with it, and you just, yeah. Ugh. And I don't know that it's any different being February, but it just feels different.
7: Yeah. I mean, The weather nuts—they're tracking this stuff, historical, you know. But that's not me. I don't. I just whatever it is is what (laughs) what it is for me. I don't. I don't generally forecast it. I read three days. I'm getting better at it, so I know three days out what's supposed to happen. But prior to that, I just look. Pay attention at all? Not at all.
6: All right. Former President uh, uh, Donald Trump's son, uh, Donald Jr., had a uh, letter containing white powder and a death threat sent to his house in Palm Beach. And there was a uh, pictures online of a hazmat unit, and firefighters, and and everything in there. And, and he he told the Daily Caller, which is a conservative publication, uh, that it's just become a little too commonplace that this sort of stuff happens. Clearly, if this happened to a prominent Democrat, it wouldn't be tolerated. It would drive news coverage, the media would blame Republicans and force them to answer for it. But since it's me, radical haters on the left will largely get a free pass, and the media will barely flinch. He talked about this being the second time uh, his then wife uh, when. Uh, Trump was president, uh, actually opened it with their kids sitting there with the white pot. Uh, this stuff is unacceptable, period. period.
7: Yeah, there's no room for this.
6: And, you know, when he, when he says, um, I was looking for the quote here. Um, and I, I read the letter, and you know, if you've received stuff like this, you know, kind of the unhinged sort of, you know, when somebody is chastising you in a way where clearly they are either mentally ill or unhinged. Like, there's no argument; <laughs> it's just you you are doing stuff that is just not right, and you know it deep down. But when you do this kind of stuff, this is beyond like just unhinged and criminal.
7: Yeah, this, this is terrible behavior for any person. That's
6: exactly right. So unlike what he thinks about the media, I I will condemn this as equal as I will condemn anything. Anytime this thing is done, and I happen to, this one sentence, maybe the only one sentence Donald Trump Jr. and I have ever agreed on anything is it doesn't matter what your politics are, this type of crap is unacceptable. Yes. Absolutely right and maybe having gone through this you might be a little more compassionate to people who go through the same thing
7: yeah it's not fair
6: it's unacceptable for anybody to be doing this in any way at all and you, you know I remember the anthrax scare yeah. you know uh, and Hit
7: Tom Daschle
6: yeah well there were many people But wasn't that the
7: one that was the- news
6: organizations yeah. politicians uh, and it was like kind of like the Unabomber, you, you know, where all of a sudden, you, you know, even in like Decatur, Illinois, which may have been sort of paranoia and, and people don't remember getting mail. <laughs> Back then, you got a lot of mail. And you just looked at it differently. Right. Now, it didn't last. I mean, you know, you we all have to have sort of a a defense mechanism to allow us to live our lives that you can't just be in a constant state of paranoia and so stuff subsides and you quit thinking about it and you just get back to opening your mail. The way we do tornadoes, (laughs) it's just sort of, if not, you're going to live your whole life on the edge. But this kind of thing, why people think it's okay. To, I mean, even if you don't have a powder uh, or something, which turned out to not be the thing, thank God, but the idea that people just feel like they can send stuff like this to your home, I I mean, it's so, so unhinged. Yeah, it's crazy. And in their world, you're unhinged. But if you did a side-by-side for the vast majority of people to look at, it wouldn't take long to, to come to the conclusion about who's behaving in an unhinged way.
7: Yeah. I mean, if you're sending anonymous letters and this, the,
6: the language in this is kind of interesting because there's something always very misogynistic uh to these kind of things. And I'm sure there's, this comes in all stripes and colors and, but there is something about a certain age guy that seems to do this more than anybody else. Yeah, and their use of the word "whore" to describe women—you you know, there's—I I don't know what it is. I'm not a, a psychologist, but there's something to that. Don't know why, but I've seen enough of it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, not not okay. No matter what your politics, Mm-mm. not okay at all. Uh, and it is, I, I really do believe there's also, like, in this letter, and we, we think about this, uh, and I do think sometimes the media does, you know, apply more attention to, you know, something that happens over here than something that happens over here.
7: Like, I mean, the fact that you, I mean, read I read about it from it. The,
6: the Daily Caller. I didn't get it from, you know, the New York Times or CNN or a major news source The Daily Caller is a, a very conservative uh, website uh, who probably has access i mean i don 't know uh, if somebody else you know, called or reached out and, and they got the quotes or not i 'm just saying there is sometimes we pick what we 're outraged over this kind of behavior is the exact same on either side of the political spectrum I mean the language the crazy the 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 mentions in the letter to all kinds of conspiracies you, yeah. know, you know that are on the internet this kind of stuff. You know, they may be diametrically opposed politically, like I'm talking about people doing this on the left or the right, but they all live right in the same space.
7: Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. They just can't see it. Yeah, it's legit on every major. It major. is? Every one of them. Okay. Also, his his weird tweet from the day before uh, getting about half the headlines, but yeah, all of them, the Independent, Newsweek, Forbes, HuffPost. CBS News, Politico, okay. NBC, ABC, the Daily. B- I mean, they all have all right, it. Good. So good. I mean, it's good. It's just not an accurate. Uh, there is. I'll, I'll tell you what's accurate about it,
6: and and I'm not carrying his water at all. There, when, when people do something really, really dangerous, and are of right leaning politics, there is this thing about see. You're creating this hatred. You're creating... They used to do this with Rush Limbaugh on talk radio, and there would be... Something would happen somewhere, and, and it would be like, well, you keep doing this, you keep doing this, and this is what happens. And, so
7: maybe they're spending it, but they are covering it.
6: Okay, but my point is, it's the same... It's equal behavior. Yeah, I agree
1: with and, that. and if
6: you're going to hold people... If you're going to say, you know, Donald Trump Jr. deserves this because he's spouting all this hate, there will, be, there will be talking heads that will say that today sure. on the TV shows. I'm saying you got to be consistent about it because bad behavior is bad behavior. And that's part of why we can't get along anymore in this country is that we won't call out our own. You know what I mean? Like you won't go, this is not acceptable, no matter whether you agree on politics or not. We got to draw some lines that are consistent.
7: I agree. I I think it's important, though, to, to recognize that this isn't being like, shh, let's not mention this. I don't think that's... Which I, is the implication. I don't of, think
6: that that's, that's even what I meant. I think
7: that... Did you say plenty, he said that? That it wasn't oh yeah, being covered? Yeah, well I've just read his right. quote. Which is not accurate, is okay, what I am Okay,
6: well I don't at. know when the quote was given versus the stories. I, I mean, you know, this could have been yesterday afternoon. I don't know when that, I'd have to have the context of that. But I do think we tend to, on each side, if you are of that mindset that you justify nice. bad behavior because well they're just bad people. Agree. Yeah. And they've caused a lot of this crap so now they get to deal with
7: I'm it. I'm just yeah, of. yeah, you you re- you make the bet, you sleep in the bed you make. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely.
6: I'm saying no matter what horrible things you think of him or anybody else, mm-hmm. this isn't justifiable. Period.
7: No, nope, it's over the line.
6: Yeah. I mean it's not even close. Mm-hmm. But this is Unfortunately, the world that we live in. And speaking of mail, I mean, <laughs> uh, the handwritten stuff was always the interesting, uh, I mean, not sometimes scary, but, but you, man, you talk about putting it all on a page. That's right. Doodles and like. <laughs> <laughs> then everybody got a home printer. Right. <laughs> and they got smart about handwriting analysis and <laughs> fingerprints.
7: It's it used to be the cutting out of the letters from magazines and stuff like a hostage. Note. Yeah. So strange. It, this
6: behavior has been around for a long time. I just think there's more of it today. Right. I mean, it's not new. Uh, I can tell you I've been in this business almost 30 years. I, I, I remember one guy. Uh, We were out on Pershing, so that was what eighteen more than eighteen years ago. Brought in like, and I didn't see the guy. Uh, I mean, I wasn't there when he brought him in. But like notebooks, like spiral notebooks, and a stack of. And it all figured out. But but it was it looked like the Kevin Spacey uh, Seven Seven. movie with the. Oh my
7: god. Yeah. I
6: mean, just madness poured on to page after page after page after page.
7: I saw one time within the last month um, on Reddit, somebody took pictures of something that their, their incarcerated father who was like 85 years had, had packed one of those spiral bound all every millimeter. And they, and there looked like there's some formulas and they're like, he's like, get this to a top physicist. They'll know what to do. So they posted on Reddit and they're like, this is literally gibberish. It is a hundred percent certifiable madman talk. Yeah. No, oh, I, that's physicist here.
6: <laughs> Source a, me. Always been a way for people to sort of just do that in, in letters or mail.
7: And see so clearly that there's, there's not enough paper to cover.
6: Right. Up. And, and, and the crazy thing is there's enough thought into it. Before that was the only way to communicate. I mean, you wrote it down and you mailed it or you dropped it off. And, and you know, email then, you know, took over. Uh, and at first people were very bold there until they figured out it wasn't hard for you to figure out who they were.
7: And yeah. Jerry, you know, Jerry that works at the wharf or whatever, you know, a Comcast. please just go down there. What would you send me that for, you know, Jerry? You know, I, so so they, they, they did figure that out.
6: Yeah. I remember I had one guy uh, who would send these awful, awful, awful emails. And um, I had a guy track it down, and it was, I, I'm not even going to say it because it's not fair to the people who are there today because they certainly, you know, but it was a, it was a union. And, you know, he's like, you're never going to figure it. I mean, he was like the taunting type. And I did. And then we read it on the air and then never heard from that guy ever again in any way at all. So there is a certain amount of cowardice you know, involved with this kind of thing. Remember what your politics are. The behavior is the exact same. You just substitute this crazy for that crazy, this theory for that theory, this conspiracy right. for that conspiracy. It's all the same behavior. Mm-hmm. And yet in their mind, if someone over there does it, it's uncalled for, but I'm justified in doing it. Mm-hmm. There is a certain amount of that. But there is always the secrecy. And and there's always the kind of like, I will do this, and I will call you every name in the book, including usually coward, while doing this anonymously. (laughs) Right. And the only way they will do it is if they can do it.
7: It's unchecked aggression.
6: Anonymously. And and so it's, it's unfortunate. People should always be more civil to each other than that, just in a general way. Uh, and bringing other people into it or calling people names. I mean, the whole thing is just, it's, it's gross, uh, but it's been around for ever. It's just like social media. Now you just get to see more of it because there's more ways to do it. Now in person, 30 years of doing this. 99.9% of human interaction with people I've never met, like meeting for the first time,
7: positive. Yeah. Which is most of life for most people. Yeah. Or neutral. Yeah. It's ne- ne- yeah. minimally neutral. Neutral to, yeah. too good. Yeah. Most, of, most interchange. I yeah. mean, that's why we can exist as a, organized society to some degree. Not, like, number, we sort of agree not to just plow into I know. each other.
6: The number one line, I mean, literally consistently over the years, men, women, you know, any age demographic is, now I don't agree with you all the time, but, uh, and I'm like. Not supposed who, who to. Yeah. <laughs> not supposed to. It's it's like, I'm different than it's you. was like, Lindsay doesn't either. We still find a way to be compatible. It, it's okay. But this stuff, I just matter what you think of the guy, no one deserves this, period. And there's no political justification or your cause is righteous enough for you to behave in a criminal way. Right. It's not right. Nope, not right at all. Okay, when we get back uh, on the other side of the break, we will uh, check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. When does Caitlin Clark play again? Did she play last
7: night? I no, know. That was two nights ago. No, Taylor we would have heard. We would have heard. She needs
6: 50, was it 51 or 50 yeah. points? Right there. Uh, right there to pass. Maybe it's 50 to tie, 51 to, to pass. Pistol Pete Maravich. Now, I was thinking about this the other day. I know today's college athletes in the, in the men's world are one and done or two and done. So they're not going to ever get anywhere near these records, right? Probably so. Uh, I, I mean, I can't imagine they could even come It'd close. it
7: take like a kid from like, say, um Creighton or something that's going to be there for four years and re- and then maybe even have a redshirt fifth year. But I'm talking
6: about the people who have the talent yeah, the to drop forty story. a night. You know, yeah, that's probably the not concert, the kid yeah. in Creighton. No, probably not. But Pete set this record in the late '60s. That means there were, you know. Every college player in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s that were there for the right. whole ride yep. couldn't break this record. Yeah, he's putting up 45 points a now, game. Think, but, but in three years. I know. But think about the Michael Jordans and the James worthies I mean, just think freshman, of in a 30-year span how many great basketball players That's crazy. didn't beat that record. And yeah. now she's going to maybe own it forever. Maybe.
8: Yeah. It's
6: pretty cool stuff. It is. All right, let's take a break. We'll get back. We'll check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on sports. Don't go anywhere. Set those tee times as Earthmover
3: Credit Union presents the second United Way Open at Caddyshack Golf Pub in downtown Decatur. $1,500 in prize money's on the line, and it's anyone's to win. Book a tee time to play on the golf simulator at Caddyshack by calling 217-422-4444 or visiting caddyshackgolfpub.com. When you arrive, tell them you're playing in the United Way Open. Donate 10 bucks to the United Way for each nine holes you play at Pebble Beach, and you're in the running. Play anytime between now and February 28th. Top 12 scorers are called on leap day and are invited to the championship nine-hole round on Sunday, March 3rd. EarthMover Credit Union presents the second United Way Open at Caddyshack. Can anyone catch defending champion Griffin Sparks? Huge thank yous to sponsors the Country Financial Agency of Ludwick & Young, the new 4-9 in Mount Zion right next door, main place real estate agent Blake Reynolds, the law office of Andrew Erickson, Newhoff Media, Jim Broidery by Lance Amos, and Blake of Parluza, LLC.
2: Get excited. The Little Theater on the Square presents My Way, a musical tribute to Frank Sinatra, March 1st through the 10th. One of the most popular reviews in music theater history. Audiences and critics alike have hailed its powerful music, superb arrangements, classy style, and easygoing comedy. My Way celebrates the mystique of one of music's most iconic singers. Tickets are available at thelittletheater.org or call 728-7375. Unforgettable Entertainment, Little Theater, Big Talent.
4: The Mount Zion Spring Craft Show at the Mount Zion Convention Center is back. The perfect place to find unique, handmade items for your home. The craft show starts Friday night, March 1st from 7 till 9 and continues on Saturday the 2nd from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. Admission is free. Food will be available for purchase from the kitchen of Doris Yoder. For more information on the Mount Zion Spring Craft Show, call 864-5424 or facebook.com slash Mount Zion Craft Shows.
5: Illini fans, this year we celebrate the 100th anniversary of Memorial Stadium for the 2024 Fighting Illini football season. Join us in Memorial Stadium as we honor 100 years of tradition and continue to create memories for the future. Season tickets for the 2024 football season are on sale now. Secure your season tickets for Homecoming, Dad's Day, and a special rededication of Memorial Stadium on October 19th. Experience more cherished moments in Memorial Stadium this season and lock in your tickets today at FightingIllini.com.
8: All
6: right, we're back to somewhat normal after a crazy next 24 hours.
7: That's right. we got a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 4 p.m., partly sunny and a high of 78. Tonight, we've got a chance of rain and snow late, some thunder, some winds. Also possible, mostly cloudy and a low around 23. For Wednesday, mostly cloudy in the morning, then clearing, high of 32. Thursday, sunny with a high of 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 57 degrees. Your WSOY time is 735.
0: Tupper on Sports on WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3
1: FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Good morning
6: and welcome. Time now for Mark Tupper. And topper on sports. All right, let's start with the whole topic of court storming, which has been a buzz since a Duke player was injured in the latest round of this.
8: Yeah, you know, it's a thing. It's been around for a long time. Um, It has become more dangerous. I think the zeal with which fans rush the floor when their team pulls uh, some kind of a dramatic upset has become more aggressive. There once was a time when... Fans would kind of shuffle out there and just, hey, maybe I'll get on TV. Uh, now they charge out there. They don't think about, you know, smashing into people. Sometimes it's fellow students. Sometimes it's players, as it was with uh, the Duke player uh, against Wake Forest over the weekend, as it was with Caitlin Clark when she got smashed into by the Ohio State fans. I've seen referees get uh, caught in a really uh, dangerous situation, coaches. Um, I was sitting courtside one time at a table right at the edge of the court and and I could see it was going to be one of those games and the fans were, um, staging behind us and i snapped my laptop shut and put it in my lap because I knew they were coming right over the top of me and they didn't care. And that's exactly what happened and, and I felt lucky that I didn't get didn't get hurt and, and that my laptop survived. But that's what's been going on and um uh, different conferences have tried to address it, sometimes with fines. Uh there I, I think it's the SEC starts at a hundred thousand dollars They'll find the school that rushes the floor, the next uh, incident, two hundred and fifty. the third, $500,000. But how do you stop it, really? Um, if the fans get in their mind that they want to be on TV, uh, if you're 20 years old, this stuff is fun. Uh, and to be truthful, as consumers, we sort of enjoy watching it, and we've sort of glamorized it probably a little bit. But um, Brett Yormark, the commissioner of the Big 12 Conference, says uh, they're going to meet today. I, th- I think everyone agrees that they need to do something. But what do you do? Uh, and I don't think it's a conference issue. I think it's an industry issue. Uh, and I also think it's a football issue. You know, we've seen that where they get out there and tear down goalposts. And, man, that is that is terrifying. When you see a goalpost start coming down, big metal, uh, heavy goalposts going to clunk some kid on the head. Um so they need to figure out a way. But, you know, you've got – they say, well, we'll bring more security down to the floor. Well, your security is these guys who are, uh, you know, 65 years old and they're normally um, helping people get to their seats up in Section B. And what, you're going to bring them down and have them physically hold off a throng of people. <laughs> I'm just telling you that's not going to work. So, um it's the responsibility. It, it's the home team that's responsible for providing a plan to protect players, coaches, officials, everybody. But coming up with that plan is not easy. And um, I'll I'd, uh, I'd be curious to see what solutions they come up with. Maybe someone's got something pretty inventive.
6: All right. My suggestion after watching video recently, you get about eight Cam Newtons. Should be able to handle most of that. When we get back on the other side of the break, we'll take a look at the Millikan women's team and the NCAA top 25 for the men. This look at Tupper on Sports. Brought to you by First National Bank, the quality bank, now open in downtown Decatur.
4: Spring is right around the corner, and a perfect time to take advantage of a CD special from First National Bank of Decatur, offering an annual percentage yield as high as 5.28% for nine months, depending on the product type. For details, visit either Decatur branch at 1688 Baltimore Road or downtown in the Millican Building. You can also visit one of our other branches in Pena, Assumption, Taylorville, or Blue Mound. This is a limited-time special and is subject to change. Penalty for early withdrawal. First National Bank of Decatur, the Quality Bank, FNB Quality, dot bank member fdic
6: back here with mark tupper all right top
4: 25
8: top 25 Well, illinois is at 13 i thought they would probably drop a little bit lower after their um, loss at penn state but um 13 is where they landed in the ap poll and you know as i look at the poll to be honest uh houston purdue and yukon those are the th- those are the three teams that to me have separated themselves and you look at the records and they kind of have those three teams all have three losses. Everyone else has at least six losses and um, Houston is the one team. I do not want to play Houston. They are so athletic. They're a tick above Purdue, in my opinion. And uh, we'll see what happens as we move forward. But those three are the ones and everyone else has some, some warts, you know, and, and, and you can look at Illinois and say, well, they're, 13th, but they don't do this and they don't have that. and and uh, But I can go right up the list until you get to those top three and kind of say the same thing about all of them. All of these teams have the ability to play really well all of these teams have shown shown the ability to kind of have a hiccup uh, and throw a clunker out there. So Illinois hosts Minnesota 8 o'clock tomorrow at the State Farm Center, uh, and then they have that, I think, a very difficult finish when their final three regular season games are at Wisconsin, at home against Purdue, and at Iowa. So that's going to be tough. The Millican women, after losing in the CCIW tournament, were waiting hoping to get an at-large bid in the Division III National Tournament. They did get that bid yesterday. Um, they will play at the Wisconsin Whitewater Regional. Wisconsin Whitewater will be the host. Um, and Illinois will play Willamette University from Oregon Friday at 515. Uh, Millican is 22 and 5. Willamette is 17 and 9. Uh, Wisconsin Whitewater 22 and 4. They will play Minnesota Morris 17 and 10 in the second game. And then the winners will come back and play for the regional championship. So I think they have a at least a fighting chance up there.
6: All right, my friend, enjoy your day, and we will check in with you first thing tomorrow morning. In college basketball, do postseason points count towards those totals, or is that separate in a category? Are you sure? Yes. I was just reading this Hawk Central website uh, uh, out of Iowa, um, and they sort of alluded to – this is like the Des Moines Register. I mean, this is where the college is. Like that, she has two home games left and plenty of uh, postseason. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I I I thought in my head it didn't, but then the way I read this sort of alluded to like.
7: That's enough to make me second guess. I know in the major professional sports for certain they don't count, uh, right? And they do, and they do call to hey, you know, the leading tournament score in history. You know, like, they do. Well, that, I'm sure we can find the answer yeah, to that. I can find that. Do that.
6: I, because I thought one thing and now I'm not sure. <laughs> See, it's okay to be of two minds about one thing.
7: Yeah, is that how easy that is? It's hard to know everything. Yes. <laughs> Impossible. Probably. Because
6: if it isn't, then it's not nearly as suspenseful as it could be. That's right. All right, time now for the Marquee Coffee Break. Fresh roasting coffee locally indicated for over 40 years. Marquee Coffee, the official drink of choice for discerning coffee drinkers everywhere. The magic is in our beans.
2: Hi, my name is Taylor Stevens, the Regional Community Liaison with Synergy Home Care. At Synergy, we hire caregivers to go in the homes to help people stay safe, in place, and independent by providing non-medical services. We believe that the best gift that you can give to someone is the gift of life. We're hosting a blood drive through Impact Life on Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. at our South Shores location. For more information, call our office at 217-615-1826. At Brincotta Realtors, we understand that no two clients are the same and neither are their goals. We believe in getting to know you, your needs, your preferences, and your lifestyle. Why? Because you deserve more than a home. You deserve a place where memories are made, relationships are cherished, and comfort is found. From the moment you step into our world, your dreams become our purpose and your goals our mission. Discover the difference at Brincotta Realtors. Visit us online or call to connect with one of our agents today.
0: Have you ever walked a dog without a diaper or been so hungry you ate more than three sandwiches? In the wrong state, that could make you a criminal. There are ridiculous laws on the books everywhere, like laws that criminalize HIV. These HIV laws are out of touch with science and our society. They ruin lives by perpetuating stigma and racism. And they're on the books in over 30 states, maybe even here. It's time to repeal these ridiculous laws. Take action at healthnotprisons.org. COVID-19 has cast a spotlight on the stark inequalities that drive poverty. The poorest communities in the U.S. and around the world are suffering the most. Oxfam believes we can put systems in place to protect health and livelihoods in the future if we work together with dignity and compassion. Learn how you can help offer safety to the most vulnerable and fight for a more resilient future at OxfamAmerica.org. Sponsored by Oxfam America.
1: listening to
6: Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Rockford, Illinois' zone. All right, good morning and welcome. We're back here on a uh, Tuesday, and uh, we've got this sort of winter blast coming in in the system. Uh, Be ready to go. Uh, We're going to have a a huge drop in temperature. We're going to have some rain, maybe even a little snow looks like back up to 32 for the high tomorrow. That could create some stuff uh, overnight and into the early morning. But uh, keep posted, and uh, we'll have that information for you if necessary. Just be careful out there. Take a few extra minutes. Just don't – I think we live in in, in, – the easier and the quicker it is for your drive-in, the lazier you are.
1: (laughs) You know what I I mean? I I would agree with that. Ah, I don't (laughs) need that extra eight (laughs) minutes. (laughs) Yeah, then you uh, don't anticipate it being any – Bad and then you, uh, you're in uh, trouble. <laughs> Dale
6: Coley in studios with us here today. Uh, one of the co-hosts of uh, Pharmacy Facts with Friends. You can hear uh, uh, Tuesday evenings at five, or check out the podcast at Uh Looks like a big action-packed show.
1: We do. We got it. We got a great show this this week. It's uh, going to have Doctor Patrick Murphy's office from HSHS Prairie Cardiovascular the end to talk and. About the American Heart Association month and how they're doing the heart screenings and discussing different types of heart screenings and that type of deal. Going to interesting uh, conversation going to be there. The uh, it uh, they'll be in there for a little while and talk about your heart. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be good. Uh, February is National Heart Month, I guess. So. I didn't need, didn't realize you had to have a special month for heart. But. Well, it's been that. february has
6: been the heart month for a long time. Uh, I'm not quite sure why. I think I knew that at some point.
1: Probably Valentine's Day. Yeah, there you go. That's probably exactly it. The uh, and then we're going to have our friends from the chamber going to be in there to discuss uh, the upcoming chamber awards that, that are going to happen, and uh, those are always a uh, an interesting time, and and you get a lot of. Uh, Feedback from the, the local individuals in the community it should, should be, uh, you know, they're going to do the Entrepreneurial of the Year Award and, and the Business of the Year and all that, those type they, of things.
6: Are they taking nominations now? Is that what's going on? That's
1: exactly what's going on. And they'll, I think, it, think it's uh, in next month is when the actual uh, awards is going to be handed out. And then Julie Melton and Lauren uh, McGinnis from is going to be there to discuss her upcoming Bright Futures Gala, which is coming up this weekend. So there's all kinds of things, and and just a, a, a plug for the, the the foundation, Richland Foundation. The amount of funds that the Richland Foundation procures and and gives the students in a way of scholarships is, is phenomenal, and. 70% of all the students get some type of extra help or extra help with their education, which is, which is pretty good. And, and, uh, it, it's trending toward, uh, a hundred percent. And, and, uh, that's, uh, to me, it's a, it's a very good investment for the community. And, and, uh, thank goodness that, uh, you know, years ago, the, uh, some very smart people got together and said, we need a foundation for Richland so we can help the students. And, and that's been very, very helpful.
6: All right. I was looking. I, I, I'm not sure they're taking. Uh, we have the list of the nominees. Going back to the Chamber Awards for just a second yeah, on sure. com uh the community contributor award the entrepreneur of the year small business of the year nonprofit of the year ambassador of the year there's several categories and the ones that have been nominated so far there's a list of those companies on com, just to give people uh, some background on that
1: uh you won this yes i did i i was entrepreneur of the year and couldn't even spell it so <laughs> <laughs> well
6: but. i am sure more than a few people struggle to spell entrepreneur it's one of those words that doesn't just you know
1: uh but it was it it, it was we were out really,
6: really, at the the, the, the old West Town or yeah, something, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, out there at, uh, across the, across the, uh, the road from Richland Community College. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That, uh, it's now a church, and and, and it really uh, it, it was a great event, super packed, and and uh, lots of people in there, and, and it was it, it, it was it was nice to. To be recognized about that that deal and and uh, and giving back to the community is 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 what we like to do at, at Dale Salik Pharmacy and and it uh, recognition is is nice but uh, it's definitely not expected and, and anytime you get some kind of award it's, it it uh, it's nice. Yeah, I, I I'm
6: glad they still do this. Yes. Uh, you, you know, I mean, it, I know. Busy people tend to kind of you go oh well we 're not doing it to win awards I get that uh, uh, but it is you know for your employees for your whole company, for the community, and I also think it encourages other people to do the same kind of things
1: it does I, I absolutely agree with that it, 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 any time that, that you have uh, so much positive things going on in in, in the community it 's nice to uh, to to reward and, and and acknowledge the fact that People are stepping up and doing a little bit more than they really need to do to uh, for the community, and, and that, that that that's a very positive thing. I think it kind of, and in the next year you get somebody that's it's going to try to strive a little bit more and and, and moves the bar a little bit higher.
6: Uh huh.
1: So I think, we're, I think uh, this community does a great job of, of recognizing people within their community. All
6: right. Well, I think you're on the list. It
1: yes, uh, could be. Who knows?
6: I'm looking <laughs> at Small <laughs> Business of the <laughs> Year. <laughs>
1: Who knows? Oh, you've <laughs>
6: got some c- tough competition.
1: Well, I, I do want to make one announcement, though. All right. The 29th of February.
6: That's Thursday.
1: is my 10th wedding anniversary. Okay. Rita and I got married on of February the 29th 1984 so we will we will observe our 10th wedding anniversary but our 40th year of marriage this year so happy anniversary dear
6: okay I, I'm totally <laughs> because confused. of
1: the leap year it only it happens it? Uh,
6: it. I got it I walked all over the <laughs> joke
1: every 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 four years I have to come up with a gift it's got to be a good one yeah it's yeah got to be a good one yeah. These count damn <laughs> <laughs> the other now,
7: three you sh- can mail oh, in wait, wait, wait.
6: <laughs> So. Whose idea was this to be the really good one?
1: Uh, it was kind of my idea.
6: Okay. <laughs>
1: I, I, wanted to I didn't sure. know there
6: were leap year politics. I
1: didn't know this. I want to make sure that I never forget when my... Wedding anniversary was. I uh, got and, it. Yeah, it seemed like a great idea <laughs> Ten at the time. Years. <laughs> I'm not so sure it was, but you know, <laughs>
6: you're <laughs> young, you know, I'm
1: immature and yeah. anything like that. But it, and talked her <laughs> into it. Anyway, it was a great deal, and, and got married in a little uh, little Presbyterian church in in Aspen, Colorado. Aspen, Colorado. Yeah, and, and Keith and Kathy Ashby were out there with us. No kidding. With, yeah, it was because. Uh, uh, Rita and, and Kathy were sisters, and, and Keith, you know, my best buddies, and, and, uh, and we, it was awesome. We, we had we had a, we had, we had a uh, a great event, you know, a small but great event. Uh, sometimes <laughs> those are the best. Well, congratulations. Have, thank you. Thank you. Just wanted to make it. Happy anniversary. Dave. Four
6: years from now, I'll get the reference. <laughs> okay. Neil <laughs> <laughs> Coley, you can listen tonight at five o'clock. If you're unable to be with them live, you can check out the podcast at naudicator.com. Pharmacy Facts with Prince. Uh, you in tonight or are yes, other be, duties? Okay. I'll
1: be in tonight and, and, uh, Lauren will be in. So, uh, we'll, we'll be there and uh, good to see Richland there. So,
6: yeah, uh, good time. It'll be a good show. All right. We appreciate it. Here's Nick with your three day forecast. Back with more right after this.
7: Today, we got a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms a little later in the afternoon, partly sunny and a high of 78. Then tonight, that chance of rain continues and chance of snow, some thunder and winds also possible, mostly cloudy and a low all the way down to 23. For Wednesday, mostly cloudy through mid morning, then gradually clearing, high of 32. Then Thursday, sunny with a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 59 degrees. Your WSOY time is 753. This look your weather brought to you by Shainer's Towing. Fast, reliable, 24-hour towing in the Decatur area. Give Shainer a call,
2: 217-875-2200. When you need your car towed, when you need your car repaired, when you need new or used tires, Shaner's on Green Switch Road Indicator is your one-stop shop. When you need repairs, towing, or tires on your fleet, you can count on Shaner's on Green Switch Road Indicator. For complete professional towing, auto repairs, and a great selection of new and used tires, you can depend on Shaner's at 3696 Green Switch Road Indicator. Tell them Shaners
8: sent ya.
0: Hi, this is Stacy Young, Commissioner Decatur Park Board, and I look forward to sharing my story with you at That's What She Said, Macon County. Since 2013, That's What She Said has served as a platform for everyday women to share their extraordinary stories. And now, the Community Foundation of Macon County is proud to announce That's What She Said is launching in our community, presented by Hickory Point Bank & Trust at the Lincoln Square Theater, Saturday, April 6th. Join us for this live, one-night-only performance featuring 10 women Women from our community, sharing personal stories of life's triumphs and trials. These relatable stories of everyday women will make you laugh out loud. Some will make you ugly cry, and everything in between. So get your tickets now and make a night of it. You will leave feeling uplifted, inspired, and proud of the women in your life. That's what she said. Macon County will premiere Saturday, April 6th at 6 p.m. at the Lincoln Square Theater. See who will be joining me on stage, and get your tickets now by visiting Lincoln Square Theater dot com.
4: Spring is just around the corner. From the Ground Up Landscapes has a few spring installation slots still available. Specializing in brick patios and sidewalks, outdoor kitchens, pergolas and pavilions, water features, plant installations, and more. Contact us at ftgulandscapes.com. That's ftgulandscapes.com to request a visit to discuss your job. Give us a call at 233-1310. That's 233-1310. From the Ground Up Landscapes, by design for Style.
8: You're listening to Buyers
1: and Company streaming live at NowDecatur.com
6: Back here on a, well, kind of a gray uh, morning. It just sort of looks a little foreboding. Like there may be something on the way. And there is. Uh, alright, did you find out about the Caitlin Clark question?
7: So, I, I asked that question like so many times, uh, to the internet and I didn't get a, hey, yes, this is what it is. But I did some sleuthing myself and found in Pete Maravich's, um, 1970 season, for example, they went to the NIT. Which brought their game total to 31 games. Yeah, yeah. So in his official scoring, it says here's how many points he scored in 31 games, not 26 regular season. Right. And five separate, so they are counting postseason. Okay. I mean, to me, that makes sense in college. It makes yeah, sense in
6: anything. I, I mean, it, you, you know, the more successful you are, I, I mean, you shouldn't be. I don't know. Uh, I well, mean, if if you're Dan Marino. You know, in the NFL, Mm -hmm. and you never make it to a Super Bowl, but you you played in the playoffs. I I mean, why wouldn't you count as a career all the touchdowns you threw, or all the interceptions you threw, or all the yards you threw for?
7: You kind of do, but uh, but for the for like regular season awards, you'd be penalizing players like Reggie Miller, for example, on the Pacers, like. You know he's going to miss thirteen extra games because they didn't go as far.
6: Mm, I guess I I I don't know, but you may be punishing him, but you're 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 not rewarding the teams that win. Well, they
7: also are eligible for the you know postseason records and and awards and all that.
6: But you believe college it does compile? Yeah, it looks like it exactly does. That takes away some of the excitement. I'd like to. I I, first and foremost, I read a thing a a story that interviewed his son, P. Maravich's son. Mm And he really likes Caitlin Clark and he said his dad would have loved her, you know, but he's kind of of two minds about, you know, that it's kind of apples and oranges to him because they couldn't, he couldn't play his freshman year. You you know, there was no three point line. Uh, I think that makes it all the more remarkable. I mean, it's not like this thing, you know, we put the three point line in and all of a sudden his record's gone. I mean, it stood for 54 years. That's right. Uh, and secondly, uh, I I think, uh, you, you know, he took 38 shots a game.
7: Oh, yeah. He was putting it up nonstop. She's
6: 20. So mm-hmm. twice as, almost twice as many shots per game. You go, well, how did he do it in three years? We shot twice as much as the most prolific scorer ever since.
7: That's right. Attacking the basket, like, nonstop. And there wasn't a whole lot of, you know, he, he
6: was it. Right. So Can you imagine? That's a lot of shots per game. Sure is. I mean, averaging 45 is a big deal.
7: Hell yeah. yeah. The only way to get it is taking them shots.
6: Yeah. So in some ways it isn't apple and orange. I mean, when you break it down to, you know, percentage of shots and like, I mean, some of that disadvantage you would think would be in his camp kind of goes away just by the sheer number of times he's chucking the thing up there, right. uh, per game, which wouldn't fly today. All right. Anyway, so if, uh, I'd like to see her do it in the regular season. That'd be fun. That makes her more exciting storyline.
7: And then she'll have a bunch of buys and it'd be after March 8th before you see her again. And that might draw a lot of eyes to the tournament. They're going to be watching her anyway.
6: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. That's where she really hit the global stage That's last right. year, right? Yeah.
7: One of the best seasons of all time. And it wasn't,
6: I think, because her freshman year was a COVID year, uh, and it's also because she's been around for four years. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you build that. I don't know that you do that in a one and done, you know, generation the way the men's side is doing it. That's right. All right, we'll take a break for uh, top of the hour stories and news. When we get back, uh, the uh, micro grants. Uh, Twelve. Over-
0: You've been listening to the NewHoff Media podcast network. For more, visit newhoffmedia